At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Tuesday morning, yeah. November 24th, 2020. The now. Beating the Book podcast special early week megapod. Uh, it's Gil Alexander. Thanks for listening in. Live from the D. Our beautiful home at the D uh, in front of how many people would you say we're in front of today, Mikey? What do you think the crowd is? Um, what are you, you going to go with? A little shy of 30. Little shy, <laughs> little shy of 30 <laughs> here on a strange Tuesday morning before Thanksgiving. That's Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, conciliary, vice president of ops, circus sports. Mikey is here, Mike Palm, and uh, Todd Wishnev from his uh, cork attic, his mom's cork attic somewhere in uh, Pittsburgh, PA. What's the background there, Todd? What's the blue and white background? It's a Greek restaurant, I think. (laughs) We've got got snowflakes because it's becoming wintertime. You see that? It's a a Sarah Silverman reference. (laughs) And our uh, guest today, kind enough to join us, first time ever on the Megapod. This is Jason Kahn's idea, producer number seven, who who said to me, he goes, why don't you have Felique on? And I'm like, oh, well, how come my brain never shifted from Chris's, you know, his his sports that we always talk? Talk to Chris about seven different sports on a numbers game, but never, rarely, I should say, about the NFL. It's Chris Valik of the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day Daily Wager in the Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast. How you doing, Chris? So, so we, we can blame this on Jason when this goes uh, very, very poorly then. We can just put it on him. No, I love I love that you're here because that, it, this is like a, a meeting amongst friends. So we're excited to uh, exactly to talk football. All right, so let's uh, Todd. Uh, how do we do this? Let's start first of all with Circa. A lot of eliminations in Circa Survivor. We're down to two oh nine. Four entries didn't get in before the deadline. Three from one person who emailed you at three oh eight and said, "Give me two Chargers and one Vikings." And supersize them, please. And you said. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Benson called him. Yeah. Um, he's a little older than me, this person, a male person, a little older than me, works at one of the casinos in town. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he worked graveyard. I don't know why he was asleep uh, at 2.45 on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, it, 
Jeff called him back and just explained it. Not only shouldn't we do it, we can't. The yeah. system locks out at three. Oh, you can't. There's no way to in, It's over. Las Vegas Chris, who's in Circa Millions, not in Survivor, mm-hmm. who was on a numbers game this morning, he is doing very well in Circa Millions. He's like top 20-ish. Said he got in one week at 3 p.m. exactly. It, it can sneak up on you. Yes, it can. Uh, 209 left in Survivor. I have no idea who to pick on Thursday. None. See if you guys can convince me of a team here. Um, okay. And then, Todd, what's the uh, your court stenographer? What are the updated picks? I will court stenographize for you here. We go into week 12. All of us had a poor week last week. Yeah. Uh, going one and two. Gil moves to 16, 15, and two. Mikey is tied with Gil exactly at 16, 15, and two. And I also went one and two to go to 15, 17, and one. Amazingly, we Mikey won his teaser. Me and you, Gil, lost our teaser. So we all are seven and four on teasers. I'm bitter about teaser. So it's my a teaser. tight race coming down the stretch. I had Cincinnati and Green Bay. I lost because of the Burrow injury. Bitter. By the way, that Cincinnati game was such an interesting in-game bet. And I was on Cincinnati. As soon as Burrow got injured, I quickly switched and took the other side. They moved the line like seven points immediately. But I said, I don't even care. Whatever they move the line. Because the guy who came in, I, I don't even remember his name, was horrendous. After like two plays, I was like, forget this. I just dumped on the other side. Ryan Finley. And you, sir, yes. are a genius. Genius. North Carolina State. North Carolina State, wasn't he, uh, Chris? Yep. Ryan Finley, yep. is that yep. right? There you go. Yeah. All but right. Let me tell you something. He he wasn't at North Carolina State anymore. I no. believe Cincinnati had like a thousand <laughs> yards before he came in, and seventeen when after he came in. So it was that's his not, jersey number, uh, I think, too, right? I think he is number seventeen. Number five, right? It might be number five. It was, I think it was number. I think he was seventeen. I think he was seventeen in college. It might be. Might be what I'm thinking uh, of. All right, Chris. Well, I will. I will tell you this. He wasn't playing the ACC and the Washington football team after that. All right. Chris has a hard out, Todd, so let's uh, let's keep on format here. Let us, Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. I don't, don't mean to scold. I'll stay. I'll, I'll, I'll stay as long as I can. You know, when you get old, when you when you get old these days, you've got doctor's appointments, like neck cracking and chiropractic <laughs> treatments. To at this point in the year, like after being on the road for for thirteen straight weeks, and the body completely breaks down. So I got a nice little neck cracking session coming oh, up. So. Man. But I, I told him I'm going to be a little late, so okay. we'll, 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 we'll stretch it as long as we can. All right, then I apologize, Todd. Riff as much as you want. All right, let's start with uh, best bets. I don't want Todd. I don't want Todd mad at me. He's already mad at you and Mike, so oh, I don't so. want. I don't want him getting mad at me. He's perma mad though. Chris, Chris, here's the deal. You are an upstanding gentleman, a good person, and and everything. I can only say good things about you. You you associate with good people like Kirk Herbstreet. And I associate with the dregs of humanity. I'm not going to mention any <laughs> names, but they're in the other two boxes. Enough. Thank you. <laughs> the other two boxes. Stuck in a box. All right. Best bets. Uh, Chris, as always, the guest has honors, Your Honor. Ugh. I, uh, I really want to take Detroit on Thanksgiving. I, I just, I have a hard time. I, I know I'm, you were listening to you and Chris every week, like, Houston, you really want to lay points with them on the road? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. I, but is Galladay going to play? Is Swift going to play? They lost so many guys last week, so uh, it's hard for me to right now to, to, to really want to lock in on the uh, lock, lock, lock on them. Yeah, it, it is as amazing as as it might be. I, I, I might 
put my faith in Anthony Lynn and, and, and the Chargers getting the, uh, what, 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 what are we calling it here? Five and a half or five six? And a half. Is it, is it? Five and a half. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, 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 they perform every week. The, the Bills have, I, I think, some issues there in that secondary. And we, we as, as long as the weather's okay, we've seen Justin Herbert light a, light, light a lot of defenses up, and he's clearly going to be the rookie of the year. So I, I would say my best bet, I'm, I'm going to go with the, uh, with the Anthony Lynn-led wow. Los Angeles Chargers. Catching five and a half at Buffalo on Sunday. Uh, as Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders mentioned, two weeks ago in a numbers game, the most consistent team in the NFL from week to week is the L.A. Chargers, despite the fact that they find a way to blow. By the way, uh, Chris, your New York Jets, Braxton Berrios, we do this segment on uh, primetime action where we give fruit baskets to people who uh, help us win bets. My fruit basket went to Braxton Berrios of the uh, Jets for refusing to lateral on that last punt. <laughs> it was tremendous. All right, Mikey, number one. Todd, what line do you have on the game in Dallas? I like how he does this. He asked the line first. What line do you have on the sides in the game in Dallas on Thanksgiving? Dallas Cowboys, I have three even. Three even. Yes, sir. Can I lay 25 and two and a half? <laughs> no. I believe you cannot do that. that only certain people have rights to do that. I, I get it. I'm going to lay the three here. I, I, You know, people have, have asked me about Thanksgiving, Survivor. I agree. If you have multiple entries, you should do the double option 100%. in advance. 100%. Take the Lions, take the Texans in advance, right? Yeah. Uh, because I would still save I would save Dallas. I, I don't see using the Texans or the Lions later in the year. Um, but look, we talked about this game with Cincinnati and Washington um, a little bit earlier here with the bad beat with your uh, with your teaser last week, Gil. Washington is terrible. They're, they're terrible on the road. They're 0-4 this year on the road. They were going to lose that game. This is the last two games where they've given up 250 yards in the first half of a game. And Burrow was moving the ball up and down. I mean, we had a missed field goal, missed extra point. Cincinnati should have had a comfortable lead in that game. So I'm a little bit concerned about the Washington defense. I've talked to Michael Lombardi uh, of VSIN uh, fame, of the GM Shuffle fame, of the New York Giants fame. And he really believes Alex Smith is going to struggle in Dallas on Thanksgiving. Uh, this is a tough week. I don't see a lot of plays at all Thursday or Sunday, or Monday, my best bet is going to be Dallas. Remember, they haven't forgotten that nasty late hit on Andy Dalton in Washington as well that knocked him out. Uh, it's a revenge spot for them, and all of a sudden, they're right back in the thick of it. I think the only team that can't win the NFC East is the Eagles. There. I think that they are the worst team in the division. Any of the other three could win it, not the Eagles, who lead by a half game. Dallas minus three, best bet. Uh, team that you've been fading all year, the Dallas Cowboys. All year. This is the first time I've picked them all year. Uh, Philadelphia, I said this uh, <clears throat> earlier this week. Philadelphia's a team where on paper they look like they're the play, and then within one drive you're like, I cannot believe I picked this team. <laughs> they are horrific. By the way, the Burrow thing. Do you think we're not making enough of the malpractice of the Bengals in this? I'm not saying they caused the injury, but the Bengals have how do you How do you throw that offensive line on the field? That's what how, I'm saying. How is that your, start, your, your offensive line? It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and and you and they haven't. They're not going anywhere this year, right? And they keep they kept dropping him back to pass over and over and over. Even in this game where he got hurt, he had like a full game's worth of stats by the time he got hurt. At some point, your only mission should be to preserve this guy. He has more. What do you want them to do? What are they supposed to do? They don't have offensive line. Run more. They just hand off. 
Yeah, but what are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to have him drop back 60 times, 70 times a game? Like, I mean. Well, they're trying to win the game, Gil. They play to win the game. Yes, but if you have a shoddy offensive line like they do, this is not like Justin Herbert and the Chargers where he's not under, where he's under, you know, he's not under duress. Burrow was taking so much punishment all year long. Again, I'm not saying you could predict that the, he would blow out his knee, but you certainly didn't minimize the chances of it. The only time they did was in the fourth quarter in Baltimore where they ran Nixon into the line like 27 right. times because they just didn't want to drop him back anymore because they knew they couldn't protect him. He's Tough. got more pass attempts by like 20 yeah. than anybody else in the league. Tough, man. Todd, first pick from Todd. Todd Wishnev. Dad, you know, I always say it's that. important to get the number. Um, I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to go with a tried and true method of betting, and that is bet the Seattle Seahawks over the total. And I'll tell you why I'd like to do that today. <laughs> the Seahawks sometimes once in a while will go under when they play, you know, an outstanding defense like the Rams or somebody, and the Rams were able to hold them down. But they average run-of-the-mill defense, you know, with average people from, say, an average state like Iowa. You know, average kind of teams are not going to hold down. I'm sorry. The hair is messed the up. The hair okay? is like, godly. I thought it was the background. <laughs> what is that hair? <laughs> The hair, I can't get the hair back. Sorry about that. Okay? God, my English. You know, for a guy who makes fun of my appearance, I'll tell you, man, and people in uh, glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Wow. But anyways, um, my point is the Seattle Seahawks against average defensive football teams are going to be able to move it up and down the field. I believe the Philadelphia Eagles are an average uh, NFL defensive football team. They may even be below average. So I could see Seattle moving the football up and down. I can see Carson Wentz down 17 points late, getting you two touchdowns. He's the king of the late backdoor touchdown. He did it again this week to, to knock it over my in-game total late in the game. He is fantastic late in the game. Now, he's not Hall of Fame level, Jay Cutler level. That was the greatest uh, backdoor touchdown guy of all time. But I will say that uh, Carson Wentz is quite good with backdoor touchdowns. So give me the over 51 it's not some obscenely high, like 57 or something. I think we can get over 51 with Seattle and Philadelphia. Now, I haven't checked the weather, and probably since it's gone down, there's probably bad weather. But I still think it, it's going to go over. So I'll take over 51. Over 51. Todd Wishnev, Seattle, Philadelphia. My number one pick, uh, best bet, is the Tennessee Titans. Give me the three and a half. Is that what it is, uh, Todd? Three and a half? I have three and a half, yep. Uh, three and a half uh, plus uh, three and a half for Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indianapolis even in victory the last two weeks. The uh, doubling up of Tennessee two weeks ago where Tennessee just kind of stopped playing in the second half. That was the game where they had eight different third or fourth and ones. And Phillip Rivers came out of the closet about not sneaking. And they actually had the first pinch sneak with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, that's going to come back and harm them in a high leverage situation at some point. And plus, when Jacoby Brissett comes in now, doesn't the defense know that it's a sneak for goodness, for goodness By the way, that's why I said what they should do now is they should fake the sneak with Brissett and throw it deep. No one's going to be looking for that because every time Brissett comes in, they're going to be looking for the sneak. This, uh, this game last week where they erased a 14-point deficit against the Packers and did so because the Packers kept turning the ball over, the, the Colts managed not to put it away in regulation from the 217 mark to the 125 mark in regulation. In a 52-second span, they committed five offensive holding penalties and allowed the Packers to maintain timeouts. Packers were eventually were able to tie the game up to regulation. I guess what I'm saying with the Colts is 
they make this difficult on themselves. And I don't think they're a buttoned-up football team. I think the Titans obviously get better as the game goes on. Derrick Henry, quintessential game for the Titans last week against the Ravens. They just kind of wear you down. Uh, Henry didn't have good stats after three quarters. By the end of the game, it was phenomenal. Um, Tannehill was great in the clutch. I think 14 of 16 uh, when they were down 21 to 10 on to the end of the game. I just think the Titans are a better football team, and I think they're the one team in the AFC come playoff time that can actually beat one of the big boys. Uh, you're giving me three and a hook here. I will take the Tennessee Titans as my number one pick. Christopher, number two. I'm, I'm going to give you, um, you, you guys know the way I operate here, especially in, in college. I am going to, I'm going to hold my nose with pick number two, and I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, plus the uh, the six and a half there. But I, I know they have issues on the defensive side of the ball, but but the Brown the, the Browns offense just is not not good. Every, every game they they seem to win is a close game. Uh, Jacksonville has had a tendency to play hard, at least and compete every week. Now last week they, the Steelers are obviously one of the best teams in the league, but you, you look game in Green Bay they very easily could have won. Uh, a game against the Texans that they very easily could have won. Like they, they, there was a Titans earlier in the year. They beat the like, like at least they're trying and they're and they're competent in spots. And I just don't trust Cleveland's offense to go in there and put up a, a big number. And if I can get the six and a half points, I'll take uh or maybe what, what do we got? What do we got? Six and a half or seven? Are we going? Six and a half. I I see six and a half and pretty yeah. I see pretty much six. Six and, and a half. half. Six okay. and a half. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'll, so I'll take uh, I'll take another uh, uh, an, an ugly dog there with the Jaguars plus six and a half. I'm with you. It'd be Jacksonville or nothing for me. That's too many points for Cleveland, who who are the paper tiger. Now that the Bears Bears used to be the paper tiger this year when they were five and one, I think the Browns are the seven and three paper tiger. Mikey, number two. Todd, what do you have for a number on the Sunday night game? Let me ask you a question. How did Todd become the arbiter of, of lines all of a sudden? There's well, no, no point in me asking it. you, and send then he argues to, about it. Oh, yeah. You won't argue with him. <laughs> you know, we, we send it to the junior associate me first, and I, then I give a number. And then if there's any issues, we kick it upstairs to the management, which is you, and you give the final arbitration. I'm just the junior associate. You're the senior associate. <laughs> I don't know. He's the managing that. partner. That's that's why. What's the number? Bears-Packers, Todd. Get to it. Sunday night football. I have some interesting numbers here. I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood. There's numbers all over the place. Yeah, I is. see eight and a half-ish. I would say that's the most normal. What do you think, senior management? Eight and a half. He's eight correct. and a half. We're going to lay it with the Packers. This this Bears offense is all-time bad. Foles isn't the answer. Trubisky isn't the answer. They don't try to run the ball effectively. Um, Green Bay much better at home than they are on the road. Big rivalry spots, not going to be a letdown, especially the Packers off a loss. I'll lay it, eight and a half. By the way, your your uh, boss, Derek Stevens, very vocal uh, against those of us who took the Packers in that game against the Jaguars and Survivor, saying, oh, you should have saved them for the Bears. That's what he said. I don't, I don't know if I agree with him. Like, these are he all sweats. Lay up. Was a lay you had to avoid yeah. I using agree. I Go ahead. Go ahead. I agree with Derek. I, I, I agree with Derek. And that's why I looked ahead as well. I, that's why I, uh, I went to New Orleans two weeks ago and was sitting there rooting for the uh, the Jaguars to try and knock off Green Bay. So I, I'm, uh, I'm not planning on using Green Bay this week myself. So well, I agree with Derek. Well, the Green Bay loss to Indianapolis certainly didn't hurt that cause. I'll say that. No. They're going to be angry. <laughs> Toddy. Todd. Number two, Todd. I would like to take as my number two pick, I would like to do another over. And this is an over in the 
L.A. Charger Buffalo Bill football game. I have a number of, let's see, I checked it before. Let's just make sure. It's, I have 53 or 53 and a half. Gil, I'm going to kick it to you for a fair arbitration. Hell no. It's 54, if not 54 and a half. I'll give you 54. Well, I have all 53 and a half. I got 54s. 54 is everywhere. You don't see 53 and a half? Uh, I am currently looking at Nevada lines today as opposed to my usual so I'll go, offshore. I'll go with your over 54? Yeah. Todd, here at Circa, the worldwide leader, we are at 53. Oh. Oh, see, so I was I was somewhat right. I'll take the 54. That's okay. I don't have to be like Mike and try to chintz it. Wait a minute. How come I, we're talking uh, about the, we're talking about the Chargers and the Bills, right? Yeah, 53. Okay. Oh, I see. Well, this is not updated then. Yeah, it's 53 so, and five so and a half. Bills got the wrong. Hold senior on. management has the wrong numbers, as in most organizations. The people that actually do the work know a lot more than senior oh. management. In this case, again. Yes. You know what, Todd? You are 53 and a half. There you go. Yep. Sorry. I always fight. For, I always fight for my friend Todd. Yes, I know you care about the little guy. Um, the LA Chargers against the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are a good offensive football team. They are not a great defensive football team. And you know what? With this Herbert guy, the Chargers are pretty much the same thing. They move the football week in, week out. This guy moves the football up the field for you. And we have seen that the Chargers like to blow the game late, even against the Jets. Had they blown that one, that would have been the all-time Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn situation. I mean, unbelievable that even the Jets were able to cover. And then even the Jets had an opportunity to tie the game. It is beyond belief. I didn't think it could happen last week. It almost happened. So you got to think in this game where the Chargers have been moving the football. I see them be getting in the 20s easily, the Bills easily. I, I love this game over. I just think that, you know, the Bills are not a defensive football team, guys. And now, is the weather going to be bad in Buffalo? I didn't check the weather yet, but the fact that the numbers – the fact that the number has gone up makes me if think If you ask the question, you better have the answer. <laughs> so well, thorough. It's, it's only Tuesday, uh, Chris. The problem is doing uh, AccuWeather, you know, instead of on a Thursday, but on a Tuesday, it can be fraught with peril. So right. I'm not going to do my weather this far out. If there's weather that late, situations. That lake effect snow can be a big, a big issue there. Yeah, well, now the fact that the number has gone up from the open makes me think that probably they have checked the weather. So I'm just going to take this over. I think, like I said, I don't know what's so funny, guys. Looks, but, looks okay right now, Todd. Seven-day out forecast of a high of 48, uh, low of 39, just 10% chance of precipitation. And not yeah, too windy. See, me and Chris Felica, the average guy we get, we're down here Overwet. doing the work. And uh, you know what? I, I think this game's going over. I just... You know what? I haven't seen anybody really stop the Chargers. I haven't really seen anybody stop the Bills. I mean, the Bills played poor maybe a couple games on offense, but most of the time they move it up and down the field, and I haven't seen anything from the Chargers defense that gives me any any confidence in either of these teams' defenses against what I would consider two above-average NFL offenses, both probably in the 5th to 15th rank, somewhere in that basket. I would put both those offensive football teams. So I think we can get way over the 53-and-a-half here. Give me another over. LA Chargers, Buffalo Bills, to the jerk-offs. Great breakdown, Brady. <laughs> oh, that was that – was, what was wrong? It's only seven and a half minutes. Great breakdown, Brady. It's not like, like, like Felika's oh, so got a chiropractor appointment. Jesus. 
You're making fun of Brady Cannon going on and on. Okay, Brady, I hope you listen to this. That was Mike Palm out of Iowa in front of you. Thank you. I just love that you have so much conviction on the over. You're like, I haven't checked the weather. <laughs> but the fact that it's going up tells me they have. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So thorough. Uh, number two, number two for me. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals. Now that's minus two and a half, right, Todd? <laughs> At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The Arizona Cardinals are minus two and a half. That is correct, sir. Uh, actually, yeah. Arizona minus two and a half at the New England Patriots. Uh, I got the Patriots wrong last week. Let me just be the uh, first to say that. But I don't understand why this is only two and a half, given what we've seen with the New England Patriots. I think Kyler Murray will make one or two huge plays here to win this game for the Cardinals and to cover. And this will finally be the game where the Patriots clinch their season win total under. Uh, in what is just a lost season in New England. Uh, I just think the Cardinals are a better football team all around. And uh, I don't think... Now here's the only the only caveat is Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's got to get his act together here late in games and figure out what's going on. That's the only thing that concerns me here. But I'm just going to play the minus two and a half, and I'm going to play my early instinct on guessing lines and not overthink this. Going with the Cardinals, it's, it's, it's fewer than three points. I don't get it. Give me the Cardinals. Pick number two. Mr. Felica. I'm uh, Matt rule is, is one of my guys who I have loved in, in college and gotten to know. And, uh, but I, I can't, it, I don't even know if PJ Walker is going to play or if Teddy Bridgewater is going to play, but with that defense, I think going against, even if Adam Thielen can't play, uh, I think Minnesota can basically hand the ball off to Dalvin cook 35 times and, and they can cover the four or four and a half against Carolina. I think, uh, the couple of turnovers last week kind of given a game away against Dallas that they probably should have won to uh, to stop that three-game winning streak. Uh, I can't see uh, the, the the Carolina rush defense having too much success uh, against Dalvin Cook and that and that Vikings offense coming off of a loss uh, home game before uh, they got to win. Minnesota's got to schedule the next couple of weeks to get back to 500 and put themselves back in the uh, 
playoff race because they got Panthers, Jaguars, Bears again. So that's three wins. And then they got a couple of road games against uh, the Bucks and the Saints and the Lions. So uh, it looks like they potentially could get to uh, to nine wins in a playoff spot. But any of that, any any path to a playoff uh, begins with the win against the Panthers. I'm going to lay the points with the the Vikings at home against the Panthers on Saturday. Yeah, Vikings. Vikings are going to be in it in the race anyway with the expanded playoff format for sure. Four minus four against Carolina. Chris's number three pick, Todd. Wait, I have him for minus four and a half, actually. I got a minus four across Uh-oh. the board. Okay. okay, we'll give him minus four. But yeah, I'll refresh just in case something happened. But uh, I think it's I think it's four. Let's see here. Yeah, I see. I see. I see fours everywhere. Is where I, it's four. I see four and a half. Minnesota, see four and a half. A golden nugget. Four. Fours everywhere else. Yeah. Minnesota minus four. He's got it. Dad. Okay, you would like my third pick, and I am going to go. Guess what, folks? I'm going to make it a hat trick. I'm going over again, folks. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patty Mahomes, who I love, with that great late-game touchdown to push it over for me last week. And the Kansas City Chiefs against your Tommy Terrific Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who also crapped the bed late against uh, the Rams, which also helped me the past week. So I'm happy with both of these clubs lately. I like Kansas City to go over. There's really nothing to say there. It's Kansas City. The only thing that really stops them is when the other team just plays so far back, they have to dink and dunk it down the field, and they end up with a seven-minute drive. But even the seven-minute drives end up in touchdowns. So that's seven points in seven minutes. You're fine. So uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to move the football. Tampa Bay, look, Tampa Bay stopped the run last night against the Rams, but they couldn't stop anybody throwing the football last night. It was all Jared Goff could do to mess up that game. He was trying desperately, but he could not mess up that game. There were wide receivers named Cooper Cup running all over the field, wide open. What the hell is going to happen when Tyreek Hill is running all over the field or Travis Kelsey is running over the field? The Buccaneers are going to give up points. And I think Tommy Terrific could probably have a pocket that's somewhat clean to throw to Antonio Brown and Evans. And the Chiefs are not really doing it on defense. I mean, the Raiders went up and down the field against them. And, and many of the other games, the Chiefs don't kill you on, on defense. They're an offensive football team. These are two offensive football teams. Give me over 55 and a half. Make fun of me. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. 55 and a half. All right, let me get back on pace. My third pick, I'm going to take and lay three points with the Raiders at the Falcons. Uh, I really think this Raiders team is just keeps improving. I mean, th- I thought their performance Sunday night flattered them. I did too. I really do. This is a tough team. Mahomes to stop at any time. They were able to get a few. They just the offense didn't score one one more time. Let to me get... tell you something. Aguilar catches that ball down the sidelines yes. that might me or you would mm-hmm. have caught yeah. in a sliding situation. They win the football game. I'm not sure the Raiders aren't a top three team in the AFC. I think this is a good team. They play well in special teams as well. I know their defense isn't stout, but they do play well in special teams. They get enough stops to take control in most games. Gruden's done a beautiful job with this offense. They can run the ball. They can throw wide. They can p- control the possession with their tight ends. I, I, I like them here. The Falcons, disappointing effort, I thought, against New Orleans. A so, lot of people like New Orleans and the, or the Falcons in that spot, and they got dominated. I, I think the Raiders will continue. They'll bounce back here, and I'll lay a field goal in Atlanta. Sorry, I went out of order. Went to Todd first. Oh, that's okay. I'll ca- that way I knew how much catching up I needed to do. Uh, final, final pick for me. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs in that game. Uh, that you referenced earlier, Todd, minus three and a half against the Buccaneers. I did think Tom Brady showed himself once again yesterday to be, and there's no shame in this. He's 43 years old. 
uh, ESPN flashed it up during the broadcast yesterday. He was one for nine on passes thrown 15 plus yards down the field with two interceptions. One for nine, two picks. Those picks were bad. And I had a Bucks ticket yesterday, and I think that game should have been a Rams blowout. There were so many things that happened in that game that kept it close. One of them was a... Yo, by the way, I, I got on Rams plus three when the Rams were averaging 6.7 yards a play and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were only averaging 4.3 yards a play. The score was tied 17 all. You are absolutely right. That should have been a Rams blowout. Yeah. And had McVay not pulled the plug with 12 minutes to go in the game, it would have been. Well, there was a couple. There was a few things. One, there was a phantom flag on Jalen Ramsey when the Rams were up seven to yeah. nothing, yes. and it was a third down yes. on the Bucks. Would have been but, three and out and a punt. There. Yeah, and that and we don't seize enough on these things after the fact. And I can't prove this to you, but that game could have been completely different without that flag. It could have been the Rams like completely destroying them in the first half. Then, and that was almost like an arm punt from Brady there on that pass too. Yes, and and. And there was a couple times where the Rams had it in high leverage situations in field goal range. Third and one in the third quarter. They're, they're matriculating the ball down the field easily. And then McVay calls a run right into Adamican Sue. They're forced to kick a Matt Gay field goal. It misses. And then the final drive where they took the lead to, for good, it was the oddest sequence. They're like running on third and eight at the end. Like just very odd. Even if he was able to run the ball three times for if they couldn't run the clock out. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Brady was sense. always going to get it back with 2 minutes left. So the run the run to the weak side there was incredulous. Yep. And then but they didn't. Here's the thing: the Rams did not run the football the whole game, even when they were dominating the game. They were just throwing the cup every single down. That's right. And guess what? With 12 minutes to go, they they, they were up a, a touchdown and decided, oh, we're going to be like a real football team where we hand off with the lead and try to run the clock out. It didn't work. They gave three drives with nothing. They could have won that game by three touchdowns had they kept throwing the football. But like an idiot. McVay got scared like an NFL head coach. You know how they get conservative. And by the way, same thing happened on the third and eight that you mentioned, Gil. Why did he run the ball on that third and eight? He got scared of Goff. Now, I understand. Goff is scary. I wrote on Twitter. I'm taking the Rams. I know Goff's going to shit his pants, and I'm going to be crying later. But, you know, <laughs> you can't run, if you can't run the ball, throw the football. No one's stopping you. Those are those are bad picks on both sides. That last pick from Brady to, to seal the deal, he saw that that safety was right in front of him. He had to see him. And he still threw it. It was picked off. Um, short week for the Bucks. Kansas City minus three and a half is my final pick. If you can beat me, Tampa Bay Bucks, tip of the cap. I'll take Patty Mahomes and the Kansas City Wait, Chiefs. Jill, I have a question for you. What what division is Kansas City Chiefs in? AFC West. And is there a team named the Vic Fangio's in the in the uh, AFC West? That's correct. I just want to tell you a little story about Vic Fangio. I've never, ever won a bet with or against Vic Fangio in my entire life. In fact, he may be the most uh, maddening coach of all time for me, even worse than Anthony Lynn. But this past week, folks, I took the Denver Broncos and they beat a little team. You might know the name of them. That's right. It's the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. They even gave me a win against Fangio. How the hell did I got a W with Victor? How did I get a W <laughs> with Vic Fangio? It's never happened in the past. Yes. Well done. Way to wedge that in there, Todd. I had to wedge it in. People will go crazy <laughs> if I don't get the Miami Dolphins. What a song. division do the Chiefs play in? Okay. Let me tell you. That's right. Uh, Chris, you had a... Uh, a natural segue, of course. <laughs> That was good for survivor purposes, Dr. Kobe Blau. And I have a question for Mike here because I see Adam Schefter talking about uh, the Ravens had a whole bunch more positives. Like, like what happens? Are there any stipulations in, in the uh, 
the circus survivor like if one of these games on thanksgiving get canceled like are you is it just okay everybody's dealing with the with the same situation or, or like what happens if that that raven steelers game can't get played or uh, maybe if uh, unfortunately reading the, the sad news out of dallas if something happens with a delay in that game like, like are there any stipulations where the rules might be changed just extended into the weekend excellent question oh, well i'll say this in the most empathetic way i can you lose <laughs> anybody that had plays on those teams loses whether it's dallas okay. Washington. the game must be finished by 2 a.m friday morning pacific that's the rule. You have to pick a winner on Thanksgiving. Um, so it's just like the other weeks. If you had to pick on those uh, on any of those teams, you have to pick a winner, someone that wins. How about if you have a couple ties on Thanksgiving? That could get really oh. interesting as well. Yeah. And, and so possible. <laughs> it's very possible. With 10-minute overtimes, it's very possible. Yep. 10-minute ten, ten overtimes, three toss-up games, exactly. Uh, the deadline for the Thanksgiving games is? Okay, 10 p.m. Pacific, you have to get it in. 10 p.m. Pacific. 10 p.m. Pacific. Okay. Uh, and then Wednesday. Wednesday night, uh, 1 a.m. Uh, 1 a.m. Eastern Thursday morning. So don't wait and think you can get it in at 8 a.m. Thursday. You're going to get locked out Wednesday night. Make sure you let your proxy know or make sure you get your pick in yourself. You've set an over-under on the number of entries that you don't think will get in. Paulie Howard of Follow the Money fame asked me this question Sunday. He said, how many Thanksgiving and wouldn't get in? And now we knew we were down to about 212, 209 based on the Monday night game. I said... on a Look, at 10 out of 11 weeks, when everybody knew the deadline was 3 p.m. Pacific on Saturday, we had people not get picks in four mm-hmm. this past week. Now we're changing the deadline. I put it at six and a half. Six and a half. Wow. I, I think a good I, number. I think it could go over. <laughs> I really do. It could. Yeah. If there were, If there's nobody, if everybody gets it in, I'll be very shocked. I would be, too. Yeah. Well, people are creatures do, of do magic, you have... and this is going to screw them up. Go ahead. Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. I was going to say, do you have any idea how many people have multiple entries left? Just to talk about that, that uh, taking tech, taking Houston, taking Detroit strategy. Like, I, I'm because I, I, I agree. Like, I think almost at this point, like if you have two left, uh, the idea is to win. And if you can advance and guarantee yourself, I almost think you have to sacrifice an entry and take both sides. But, but do you have like any idea? Yeah, yeah how many I, people I have. have- I have an idea. I we we know it, right? You can go on and look at it. I think it's something like twenty six or twenty seven. It's not as many as you'd think, you know. And then and then the majority, one hundred and forty or whatever, have one entry left. There's a couple with three. No one has more than three. Chris and I <laughs> on group text with with our buddy E though. We were trying to convince him, like, because he's got he's got two. Two. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you're crazy if you don't do this. And he he may think that we're trying to hoodwink him, or I'm trying to hoodwink him, with only having one in there. Um, but if I had two, that's absolutely how I would play. If they were not, if they were not this close of games, right? These three matchups weren't this close. I might say he's right. Amal Shaw bought one entry this year. Yeah, and he has it live. Yeah, and he said the biggest gambling mistake he made in recent memory is not buying multiple entries in this because he needed two going into into Thursday. He's right. I only <laughs> bought two, and I regret not getting five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not making a survivor pick because I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. Favorite six point teaser two-team teaser of the week chris we start with you it's got it i mean it's got to be the one that everyone's going to go with right is, is it isn't it going to be rams packers rams packers well that might be one that might be one rams packers todd or no uh, mikey yeah i'm using the rams as well and then i'm 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 sort of torn um uh, 
I'm sort of torn on the second one. Uh, boy, tough. I would. Wait, Chris, I w- who are you going with on your teaser? Rams Packers. Uh, Rams Packers. Rams down to what or up to what? Rams goes right, to Rams, Rams goes to one. Rams to one, and the Packers go to two and a half, right? Yeah, Packers goes to two and a half. I'll take um, I'll take the Dolphins down to one. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams Dolphins. Rams Dolphins for me too, Todd. That's exactly mine. Okay, Rams Dolphins and Rams Dolphins for Gil. I am going to go with my pick that I wrote down here is Cleveland minus a half. I know I'm gonna. Cry when that one doesn't happen. That's an accident uh, waiting know, to happen. I don't like that. I know. Yeah. I know it's an accident, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Cleveland minus a half, and I'm going to take Green Bay minus two. All right. Uh, final two questions. Which of the big favorites do you think is most likely to lose outright? There's not a whole bunch of these. Uh, Cleveland. <laughs> there they are. Six and a half point favorites at Jacksonville. That's choice number one. Miami, seven point favorites at the Jets. Rams, seven point favorites hosting. Uh, the Niners, Green Bay, eight and a half point favorites hosting the Chicago Bears. Those are your four choices. We're not going to include the five and a halfs and sixes. So those are your four choices. Cleveland, uh, again, to reiterate, Cleveland, Miami, Rams, Packers. Chris, most likely to lose outright. Well, I took Jacksonville plus the points. So I'm not, I'll just stick with Jacksonville just because of the lack of respect I have for that Cleveland offense right now. Mikey. Same. Cleveland. Cleveland for sure for me too. Todd? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that the Miami Dolphins could theoretically lose. I, I, I know it's crazy to say, but they've gotten so many, you know, all the breaks have been falling for them. And maybe, maybe, maybe they were playing a little bit. They got a little bit too far out in front of their skis and they lose to Denver. Maybe the Jets could pull a crazy upset. Who knows? The Jets have looked not terrible. I mean, they looked not terrible against New England. They played well in the second half against San Diego or L.A. Chargers. Who doesn't play well in the second half against the Chargers? (laughs) Every team in history, no matter how good or bad they are, are dominant in the second half against Anthony Lynn. That's a good point. Good point, Mikey. Very good point. True that. All right, final question. We live in a bizarre world. We have to make a bet on a side in every single one of these games except for one. Chris, what's the game you'd want no part of on the side? Seattle, Philadelphia. No, I want nothing to do with that game. The Eagles are awful, but do you really trust that Seattle team? I mean, it, it, that, that, that line, I want no part of betting on that game because like, like, I think it was Todd that said like, that, that back door could be wide open with how bad that Seattle defense is at the same time with how awful the Eagles have been. I could just see them showing up one, one game and, and keeping this game close and say, I want Nothing to do with the Monday night game. Mikey, let's see if we're sitting pot to go on this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This may be the week we differ. Oh, okay. Okay, this may be the week we differ. I'm going Steelers-Ravens. That's what I'm doing. I want no part of this Greg Roman, Okay. He is terrible. He's a one-hit wonder. He, he, Well, Kaepernick was good for a year with them, and then everybody figured. He has no creativity. If you want to run the football, hire Gary Kubiak as your offensive coordinator, okay? I can't stand that. He should go back to Holy Spirit and Obseekin. I'm done with the Ravens. I can't play him. They dominated this game the first time, and he decided he wanted to make Lamar Jackson a drop-back passer and throw two interceptions, all right? I can't do it. I can't bet on the Ravens anymore. I'm done with them. I'm not going to bet against them either. So I'm off this game. Holy Spirit what? Absecan. Holy Spirit and Absecan. Yeah. Absecan, New Jersey. Jersey. Thanks, for, thanks for leaving the cross at home today. It was oh, I was on a that terrifying game. yesterday, it, it, uh, last week. What's that? What's Terrifying. Holy Spirit of Obsecan? It's to the guy that couldn't do couldn't do his arithmetic. That's what they put in Catholic schools, the crucifix. That's for anybody that doesn't get their addition facts right. Big plus sign. Todd, that's your I game like too? I like Holy Spirit of Obsecan over Incarnate Word tonight in college basketball. That should be huge. Steelers-Ravens for you, Todd? Yes? Steelers-Ravens I don't want any part of because I think the Ravens should have won the first football game. If you watched it carefully, the Steelers were outgained by 1.3 gazillion yards, but somehow were able to come up with a Steeler-Yinzer victory. Uh, On the other hand, who could take the Ravens? Mike just went chapter and verse on that, including some Catholicism that none of us understood. But clearly, you can't touch them. So I don't want any part of this game. I don't know what's going to happen. What about Felica? He said. You know, but he doesn't understand Catholicism? What does that mean? What? He said none of us understand the Catholicism he was I, talking about. I, 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 I'm highly offended by that. St. Saint, Saint, Saint John, Saint John the Evangelist exactly. Church in exactly. Sandwich, New York. That, that, unbelievable. Unbelievable that aspersion that he did to you, Chris. I am sorry. <laughs> I will take back that comment because I forgot that Chris is actually an intelligent Catholic and not just a talker of Catholicism, but an actual <laughs> actor of Catholicism. He's a follower of Christ rather than a talker of Christ. That's so the speak. ultimate yeah, argument, I, I, Todd. Was it faith or good works? I, okay, here we go. We could do another hour, but we got a chiropractor. It's not faith <laughs> in good works. It's bullshitting and spouting truth wow. rather than acting truth. Wow. You, my friend, are a bullshitter of truth. Christopher <laughs> oh, is the actor of truth. Jesus wow. Christopher. Wow. All right. I'm just kidding. I try, I nice try, I try and live. I try and be a good person. I try and act. As Jews, Gil, yes. if we had to put our whole lives on somebody to pull something out for us in a big spot, we'd go with Chris over Mikey. Come on. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> what do you mean? Like in a, in a Holocaust situation? Like, what are you talking about? Like, who would say this? I don't even think Moses, came, Moses came through in a big spot, Todd. Moses <laughs> came through in a big spot. <laughs> I had to put in one call. <laughs> 
I was talking about like who's gonna make the the correct uh, you know Uber delivery order. Oh, for I was talking about. <laughs> I thought I was like uh, Uber to Chris. You gotta save me. I got one call to make either Mikey or Chris. <laughs> it's funny. I'd love to. I would love to be someone's lifeline on who wants to be a millionaire. I would love to get that call. Oh yeah, I, I, I tend I tend to think I know a lot of like meaningless shit every now and then. So just random idle like current events and, and factoids. Hey, speaking of Uber Eats, do you uh, you uh, Uber up some uh, some for Peppies for me there, Todd? Uh, you are Peppies or a or a Pramati Brothers guy? You know, Chris, I'm going to tell you a sad story. Since uh, June of 21st of 2019, I haven't eaten anything delicious, so I can't go to either of those spots. Uh, that's, that's okay, you know. Uh, but my sugar okay. level is down, and even though I haven't played tennis in six weeks because of my hamstring, I've been keeping it under 250. So I have to say that's a uh, good news. Excellent. He was asking Excellent. for him. You didn't have to eat any of it, Todd. Oh, yeah. You, you, well, I mean, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a Roethlisberger or a, uh, <laughs> a, a cheesesteak with some uh, some some uh, gabagool on there as well. I'm good with that. Go, I would go Permanis for you, Chris. Like if I had to make you one sandwich for the rest of your life, I'll go Permanis for you. See, my, my wife is a, is a yinzer as well, and she's very pro peppies, anti permanis. She doesn't like the fries on the sandwich. Like that, oh, that's, that's what actually, everybody like, kind of draws the line. That's Manny's big signature move. Where is she from? I know. In yeah. Where is uh, she from? Fox Chapel. Oh, she's done Fox Chapel in that. She's one of them yep. rich girls, probably to go to one of them yeah. private oh, fancy I, schools in that. I get it. Oh, she, I see what she's doing. Yens oh, aren't going to hang oh, out down in Millville or one of them more working class areas. She's hanging out in Fox Chapel, thinking she's better than the rest of us down here in East Liberty. I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, and her, parents, her parents live in the strip district now, so they're 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 closer to the. Uh, was Todd reenacting yeah, a scene from All the Right Moves? Uh, what was that speech? I, 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 was, I, giving you, I, I was giving you a I think he was, ripping, was, think he was somewhat reaction. ripping my wife, but I better not tell I him. think he was ripping my <laughs> wife. <laughs> I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I was just making a joke. I, oh, yes. Yeah, I'm, 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 very, I'm very kidding. Wealthy, it's a very, very wealthy area in Pittsburgh, and uh, a typical Yinzer would, would probably say, oh, those, those are rich people think they're better than us in that. All right, we, we close it out. I don't think anybody cares about what game I wouldn't play, but it's pretty appropriate to end it with this. The game that I would, would stay away from might end up being the game I have to end up picking in Survivor, Houston at Detroit. I would want no part of this against the spread, and yet I think on Thanksgiving, because I don't have Pittsburgh, and because Washington and Dallas vexes me in, in so many ways, and who knows what's going on with the Dallas tragedy. I may have to end up picking for my survivor life the game I would want no part of. Here's a question. Of the 209 that are left, what will be the most common selection on Thanksgiving Day? Based on percentages of entries left, it will not be Pittsburgh cannot, or Baltimore. Cannot. It will be Dallas. I think it's playing quarterback, Gil, for Detroit. We think Matthew Stafford. Stafford. We think Stafford. He played the entire game on Sunday, right? Yeah. And you're thinking and you're thinking you're going to have to go with Houston? Is that what you said? Oh, I said it, one of those two teams. One of those Wait, two teams. Either, either Houston or Detroit. Correct. Oh, my God. I feel bad for you. That's rough. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It's the worst. Oh, my God. It's the worst. Do you, do you, do you, I mean, what, what did Mike and Derek do by making people take one of those two horrible teams on Thanksgiving? Horrible. Un did you, that's a great question. Did you guys, when you made the Thanksgiving rule, did you consider that the, these were the exact three matchups? Uh, yes, but here, if we wouldn't have had the million-dollar bonus... For an undefeated season, I don't think we'd have the Thanksgiving as its own week. 
I see. I think one. So led, they were trying to protect the store. You're trying one to led to the, the other. Store. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We well, a few hurdles. You know. Yeah. Set the bar a little higher. But uh, it's ruined a lot of people's lives, according to some common friend of ours. I mean, it's ruined their life. <laughs> having my, this. my life is ruined. The right whole now. thing, everything was ever, he was going to win, and there was no shot. He couldn't go undefeated. But because of this week, it's ruined his whole life. Yeah. Who said that? I can't wait somebody, to get it Somebody year. that we have, we're have we common with that yeah. are on different common text strings with us. It has certainly uh, <laughs> thrown my life into a spiral. He's wait, cursed Eric and I for a month graduate? about this. Mikey, are you talking about a Stanford yeah. graduate we may know? Yes, David Shaw's close friend. How do you feel about the refereeing last night, though? Uh, it was a historic <laughs> night, he said, and he, he was glad it was brought to light and that it was celebrated. <laughs> And he's just a little confused about the double pass. I was just curious. <laughs> a little confused. Oh, oh, by the way, I have a great question about the double pass. I was thinking about this. Let me ask you this. This is a serious question. What happens if the ball gets tipped backwards, right? And instead of – now, in this case, Brady just grabbed it and threw it, so it was a forward pass. But what if the ball would have got tipped really, really far back, like 10 yards further backwards, and Brady would have caught the ball, and therefore it would have been a backward pass? Would he have been able to throw a forward pass at that point? No, it's not how far back you hit it. The first motion was forward, Todd. It doesn't matter no, if they no, batted it 90 Mike, yards backwards. Did, no, no, Mike, you don't understand my question. You're how not you understanding know, your own question. We understand your question. That was the dumbest thing you've ever said. How do you define what a backward pass is? Is it a pass that goes forward and then ends up behind where you threw it? No, a, or is it no. a backward pass means that it goes backwards lateral to the line of scrimmage. Right. I Didn't you that. see the Music City Miracle? That's the yes, definition I, I, of a lateral. I'm, I'm coming up with a, a different scenario. Where you're, is, no, you're if not. You throw it forward. Let's say you're standing on the 25. You just you defined your forward. question. You threw it forward. That is not a backward pass because it right, is forward. Right, but I'm, one second. The ball, the ball lands in somebody's hands back on the 15. It, could it theoretically be a backward no. pass? Even though, so once it's a little bit forward, that's the end of it. Yes, correct. Just like once Tom Brady's hand went a little bit forward with the ball in it, it becomes an incomplete pass. The real question becomes... And that crew chief, Jerome Bogar, made a great call whistling it dead. He saw it. He was looking right at it. And, and another thing, you can't replay that because the whistle stops it. There can't be immediate recovery when there's a whistle a, a tenth of a millisecond after the play happens. Here's the real question. <laughs> on, the, on the double pass, when they marked it fourth and two... What if Tampa Bay decided to go for it? Well, somebody asked that question as well. They said, what if they went for it and made it? Yeah. I think McVay would have made an argument. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, but seriously, yeah. this is like when Carrente in the playoff game in Houston, and they, 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 they received it and tossed the ball to him. He wanted to call it a touchdown. He wanted, The alternate official had to tell Tony Carrente what the rule was. Jeez. My God, they threw Ben Dreith out because he was 70, and they got Carrente doing every primetime game. What has he got? What has he got? Pictures of Riveron with Donna Ponte? What is going on? Wow. By the way, this is why, yo, we have to reenact the Alcoa, not the Alcoa Fantastic Finish, but the, uh, Alcoa. the IBM. You make Fantastic Finishes. Oh, you make the call. That's the Remember, best. IBM, you make the call? Here's the situation. I'm going to set up the situation for you. December 11, 1978. The Steelers have the ball down for Do you remember? Wait, wait, let me set up the situation. Oh, Todd. Uh. Ben Dre <laughs> 
IBM, you make the call. Ben Dreith is the official in tonight's game, but somebody has, back in the NFL office, uh, have pictures of him in a compromising position. What is the call if somebody fumbles inside two minutes? Those are the Do greatest. you remember that show on HBO, not necessarily the news, Vaguely. with Stuart Bankett? Oh, yeah. They would do takeoffs of you make the call, and they showed a play where the Patriots punted to the Jets. The Patriots had 13 men the punting team and the Jets had 17 <laughs> men on the receiving team. You make the call and they penalized them 20 yards because they had four more over. There's five yards for everybody over. It took the difference. It was a great show. Uh, Not necessarily the those news. Those are the greatest 15 seconds of our childhood where you have to make the call in between those. That you, who and the Alcoa Fantastic. Don't forget uh, the Alcoa Fantastic finishes. And now Alcoa Fantastic finishes yeah, with two great. minutes to go. All right, Chris. Chris has got to go. You know what my favorite one was? When the Steelers, the Steelers beat the Browns in overtime in 1979 on a flea flicker to Benny Cunningham in the end zone. Yes. In the overtime, 15-9, amazing. Benny Cunningham, who was their other tight end? Quick. Randy Grossman, a Jew who lived literally six blocks from my house where I'm sitting currently right now. That's why I asked. On the leaf, on on the leaflet, on the leaflet. And on those words, we conclude. Chris has got a doctor's appointment. Uh, get your next fit. Chris Felica from ESPN's <laughs> College Game Day, Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast, and of course, Daily Wager. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. I, I had a lot of fun. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Absolutely. Wait, I want to make a public formal apology to Mike. I was a little hard on him about his religiosity, and I want to make a public apology because he actually is a good guy, and I'm, people don't take it the wrong way. I actually like Mike very much. Thank you. Based on my public image, I must accept your apology. By the way, I've never seen I've never seen you so excited in your life about that referee stuff. It's Carinti. It's it's just a nightmare over and over with Carinti. I mean, he was fine 15 years ago. He doesn't even know where he's at. He doesn't know what day it is. Every play, there's a huddle. He's always confused. He's always cloudy. He's a nice man. He was a school principal in California. That's all good now, but now he should be an advisor. He can't be on the field anymore. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Megapod. Good luck with all your bets. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 